0: Hello, everyone. We're glad you found us and welcome to our podcast at antiqueauctionforum.com. We hope you find this show entertaining and informative. Hi everyone, this is Martin, and I'm in, where the hell am I? Falmouth, Thalmouth, Maine, and I'm with Nancy Jones. How you doing, Nancy? Great. And this is called Side Consignment and, Gallery. Yeah. And you haven't been open all that long, right?
1: Um, just since November.
0: November. And this, your place is packed. You've got every square <laughs> inch. And I was in here a week ago, and there's all kinds of new stuff in one week.
1: Yeah, because of the size of my space, I don't take too much stuff in, but it turns over really fast. It's yeah. always changing. It's always different.
0: And you know what they say, when it turns over fast, you must be pricing it right.
1: Right, that's key. This,
0: yeah.
1: I have to, it's, it's a fine line, because I like to get my consigners the highest that they can get retail for their, their things, but yet I want my customers to, to know that they can come in here and get things at a bargain, you know, that they get good prices, too. So yeah. it, it's a fine line, and I think I'm I'm hitting it just right. The casinos are two, happy, and the, the well, buyers are happy.
0: You've only been at this for a short time. You've already got a great clientele. I mean, do you feel like you're running out of space?
1: Well, no, because it's always selling. It's yeah. coming in and going out
0: just as fast. So you're right on Route 1. What's the address here?
1: 211 U.S. Route 1 in Falmouth, Maine.
0: Yeah, and this is the tourist season. How was it during the winter? Winter months. What was it like It was then? great. Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, Walmart is across the street from me. Yeah. Does um,
0: so that got to do with anything?
1: Well, you know, people come <laughs> to know, go to I'm Walmart. I'm just
0: kidding you. i just teasing you. <laughs>
1: it's bit, you know. It's
0: a, <laughs> Have we turned to a Walmart antique world? <laughs> no.
1: Um, right. No, I guess it's the location. I,
0: now, I've known, uh, I haven't known you, actually. I, I saw you around when I was a kid here and there, but you were a little squirt. Um, and Nancy's part of the mega McGinnis family in the antique business on the East Coast. So you were led around, uh, like I was with your dad going to all these different auctions and things. So it's kind of in the blood. Right. 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 I mean, isn't only like one family member out of how many kids? Seven. How many kids? Ten. Ten kids. And how many kids went astray of the antique business? Three or four?
1: That are not in it? Right. Um... Mary, Donnie,
0: and Bobby. These in alphabetical order? No, (laughs) no. no.
1: The two two, two oldest, my oldest sister passed away, and then the two oldest um, are not in the antique business. And my brother Bobby is not specifically like in the antique business, but he has all my father's entrepreneurial skills of buying and selling um, in markets out in California and Hawaii. yeah.
0: So your whole family is basically in it. You have a sister, Maureen Boyd, who's an auctioneer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have uh, my good friend for many years, John McGinnis, who's a brother. Crazy nut.
1: Crazy nut. He's an auctioneer.
0: You, auctioneer. And you have Paul very, McGinnis.
1: John's really helpful.
0: Yeah. He's
1: been very helpful to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. And David. And David in the rug business. and been at it forever. He's right on Route 1.
1: Yeah. And David- I'm
0: actually thinking of stopping and talking to David and doing a podcast. Oh, you should. Yeah, you should.
1: David brings me permission. up some fabulous rugs. Yeah, and um, and John brought lot. you
0: up a whole estate sale a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> he did. I thought he was. But tell me the up. story. How did that go? All of a sudden, you saw a truck pulling, and I he had a big his, grin on his face. I
1: saw his truck pulling yeah. by the window, and I was sitting here. It was about six o'clock at night, and he's got a big grin, and he's laughing, and I'm like, "What's well, so funny?" And then I see another truck pull up. <laughs> I see another truck pull up.
0: <laughs> so three trucks
1: instead of one. Yeah, but we managed to sell it all.
0: Wow, and you had the whole uh, the whole parking lot was full of stuff on the weekend. Luckily, you had good weather. Obviously, yeah, it was
1: Memorial Day weekend. We had good. Oh, weather that's weekend. when
0: you did it, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that's your brother. Yeah, yeah. So, um, who are the people that bring items to you to sell?
1: Mostly um, local people from Falmouth that just you know are redecorating, and uh, or they you know they have items that were passed down to them from their family, and they really, it's not for them. They're not using it. And, uh, you know. Now, have you
0: ever been called out to a houses, house calls? Yep. And how about any, any big estates? Have you ever?
1: Yeah, I've had some pretty good estate calls. Um, not really just from
0: this shop, though. Were you known prior to opening the shop in this area for the person to go to for antiques or anything like that? Or did you just, was it kind of under the radar where you were doing something?
1: Yeah, I've been... You know, buying and selling, uh, you know, for the past 20 years.
0: Yeah, in this area, though.
1: No, I lived in Florida for 18 years.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I lived in... That's why I haven't seen you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I lived in Bogarton, Florida for 18 years. I went down there to Uh go to school. Yeah. And went to nursing school, which I never worked at that. I did the West Palm Beach show every month with my father.
0: Oh, okay. And, uh... I remember you were pretty good at sales.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you're the youngest of all the 10 clan, yes? Are you the youngest? Yes. You are. What was it like having nine siblings? (laughs) I heard this story about John this morning. I'm not going to put that in, but uh, they're wheeling and dealing at six years old. (laughs) Now, I remember your dad. Uh, Your dad would... And my dad were uh, did a lot of business together, actually. Yep. And uh, I never knew who would come in. One of the kids was always with your dad. He was always dragging around someone, and that's kind of how I met John. But I remember your dad instantly knew what something was worth and what to pay for something. And he used to, like, buy stuff right off of my father, just like that. Yep, yeah, I'll take that, 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 just like that. He, 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 was,
1: he wasn't afraid to take a chance at something, yeah. even if he didn't know, you know.
0: Yeah. He had a good eye.
1: Yeah, he
0: did yeah. have a good eye. Yeah. And he knew how to he knew how to sell things for the price, too. Because I, I remember uh, um, something he bought that he put in one of his son's auctions that did very, very well. And I'm not going to give any details, but it was an amazing thing. He found down in Florida, actually. It was a uh, Frismuth. Do you remember that? Yeah. Frismuth sculpture. It was very, very good. Yeah. So it was great. But uh, who, who are your buyers? So they, Did you get a lot of people from Canada?
1: I did get people from Canada. I get a lot of um, local women that just want some decorative items for their house, and they just come in here. And, I've seen them
0: today. Yeah. I mean, you saw uh, – I came in here this morning, and the store was full of people. It's quiet right now. It's pouring rain. So. <laughs> but um, it was just packed full of people, and there were some local people that have come in that have been in before, and that's great. if You have yeah. back Yeah.
1: Yeah, they come in – Daily, weekly, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. just now to has, see what's
1: different. They don't want to miss anything.
0: Has anything, to your knowledge, slipped out of here that you didn't quite know what it was and may have been a really good buy?
1: Oh, I hope so.
0: <laughs> that keeps them coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't have to get the last dollar on everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't want to hear about the uh, George Washington letter or something. That oh, no. It for $25,000. I, I think, 000, you know,
1: yeah. I, ha- I owe it to a consignment to get them... Uh, a fair price for that. Oh, sure.
0: Item. Yeah. Yeah. And do you... Uh, but everything here, is it all consignment? Mostly. Yeah. So if someone was considering opening a consignment shop, how the heck would they go about it?
1: Well, um, first they'd have to have a love for... Stuff. S- like, used stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? They'd have to love doing that. Going out and finding things or handling it whatnot, whether it be antiques or hmm Um even if it's even if it's not old. They just have to have a passion for doing that because a lot of time involved. Yeah. I like shocked at how much time is involved running the store. Mm-hmm. Um so And and yeah.
0: where where does it what is the time in the pricing and the cataloging or what what's what takes most of your time? Um it's it's just one of those things
1: where you kinda have to be present.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't just hand the responsibility to somebody else Yeah. because even though you can hire people by the hour, they don't have the knowledge to price things or, you know, mm-hmm. they don't know wh- whose it is or what the person expects to get for it. So it's hands-on and you always have to be there. But if that's what you want to do and you're going to be there all the time, then you should have an ex- a successful business if you just go out and get yourself a good consignment program. Um Start up with a good amount of inventory. And, and
0: how do you start with a good amount of inventory?
1: Well, I was fortunate because <laughs> having family. my yeah. brother, like John, he mm-hmm. could give me uh, instant inventory of quality, quality items.
0: Now, is so, there an advertising campaign? I haven't advertised once. How did you get people in here to know where you are, just being on Route 1? Um, yeah, by word of mouth. Mm-hmm.
1: All of my business has been, been word of mouth. Wow. People have come in and said, my friend sold some things, or so you sold some things for her mother, and they were really happy with it, and they sent me in here, so it's all by word of mouth.
0: Do you use Craigslist at all?
1: No. Nope. Well, well, actually, I don't, but my husband has put um, ads on Yeah. here and there, and mm-hmm. that's, ha- that's helpful.
0: Okay, so going back to the original question, what else would someone have to do if they're considering opening a consignment?
1: Um, the startup fees are... Expensive because if you do get yourself a, a consignment program, that can be several thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you, you get your location and you first, you, you know, you rent and that whole startup and the, your inventory startup because you have to start up with some kind of an inventory. So your basic initial investment could be as much as ten, fifteen thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. really isn't too bad for starting a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then you have to build the confidence. And p- with people so they'll bring you their things to sell yeah.
0: so do you normally pay once a month or once you, a month yeah. once a month uh huh that's pretty I, I think that's pretty standard yeah 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 and anything else uh, that you'd want to tell someone if they're considering uh
1: um I'm glad I my children are are grown and out of the house because if <laughs> if I had small kids at home this would not be the business for me
0: yeah yeah
1: it takes too much time
0: right actually last September you and I were talking at an mm-hmm. auction, and you you thought about doing this. And then next thing you know, I talked to you, and when I'm in California, you did it. You, you opened the consignment shop. How? First of all, what was your idea of starting a consignment shop versus a regular antique shop?
1: Um, well, there was already an antique shop here in town, so I didn't want to do the same thing as them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but consignment is is a good business in this type of economy because um, people may need money, so they, instead of just throwing their stuff out to the dump or donating it, they want to get a little something for it. Mm-hmm. So they bring it here, and at the same time, there's people that can't go out and buy new things in this type of economy, so they come here and they're able to save money. So it really benefits the community, and a lot I've had a lot of positive feedback from members of the community. It's very green, yeah, it's very so green. They yeah. like the store. Mm-hmm. They like the quality of stuff that's here. They'd rather buy some vintage Pyrex bowls here than go to Walmart uh-huh. and buy some painted bowls from China.
0: And if they decide not to, so, they just go across the street to Walmart. Yeah,
1: They do, but yeah. a lot of people don't want to buy stuff made in China at Walmart, yeah. so they'll come here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the place, the store, I, I noticed a lot of people kind of hang out here because... There's, like, a really good, like, atmosphere energy here. It's it's a, it's a fun place. I'm enjoying being It's a here. meeting been, place. Yeah, it's like a meeting place here in town. And it's great. And there's a lot of uh, dealers uh, that I know that, that are stopping in here. Yeah. So would you say you get 100 people through here a week, maybe, or more, or any idea? Oh, more,
1: more than that. Yeah. 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 And when I lived in Florida, um, my best friend had um, a consignment gallery in Boca Raton. Oh. And... Um, Another best friend had one in Deerfield Beach. Is that
0: did that help you come up with this uh, concept of how to do this? Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. He guided me and gave me a lot of tips on you know what to do and how to do it. He was very instrumental in me, me doing this.
0: Now I saw you have a barcode system, which is kind of a step up for most antique shops or consignment shops. Is that a real? Uh, that that seems like that'd be an expensive system to to get started with.
1: It was. It was an investment to get started with. Mm-hmm. But it's really worked out great because nobody's items get lost or unaccounted yeah. for.
0: Yeah, that's very nice.
1: It, nothing can really be sold unless it goes through the computer system. It's right. scanned in. Yep. And so everybody has their own account. Mm-hmm. So um, when I print out their checks, it prints out all the money from their account each month. Yeah. Because people, I mean, you might sell 100 things for somebody, but if you lose one, they'll remember that.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I keep the jewelry locked up. Any yeah. you know expensive glass in China? I keep locked up and mm-hmm. watch out for their merchandise while it's here.
0: How do you know how to appraise things?
1: Just from experience buying and selling. And if I have to get an appraisal, I'll text a picture to John or mm-hmm. maybe I could text you, Marty. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> fine. yeah. No.
0: If
1: I if I have something that I'm not familiar with, I, since I have so many family members, I, they can help me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, do people ever like um, drop things off here wanting them to bring to your brother one of your brothers or has that has that know, ever I happened? Haven't,
1: I haven't oh, come across solic- anything you that could- I can't sell
0: yeah, yeah, I see uh-huh.
1: Everything that's come in here has been sold in here.
0: but if someone you wouldn't turn someone away if they came in and had like a hundred thousand dollar painting right?
1: Oh no <laughs> I, yeah, I've told people I can handle anything you know yeah. for them.
0: yeah, that's good, yeah, yeah. all service. I noticed in walking around, you have a real diverse collection here. You've got like over on the wall there. There's a nice Hudson School painting, and then you have uh, you have trinkets and you just came in some auto carriage lanterns and all kinds of things. A moose head. A moose head. That's right. <laughs> Where are you going to? Perfect main thing. Um, you have a really rare set of. Uh, is it what is the type of china it is?
1: Limoges Vendôme. Bendome and, the, the, dome.
0: and the, it's uh, gilt and uh, gold gilt
1: and cobalt blue. Decorator. That's beautiful, beautiful set. Yeah, the original appraisal with it is for ninety thousand. Just, just replacement 90, value.
0: Ninety thousand.
1: Yeah, we're selling it for three thousand.
0: Did you hear that, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Insure it, break it, you just made a fortune. <laughs> no, uh, well that's good. That's good. See, and uh,
1: yeah, so there's a. Diverse I mean this is literally something for everyone. Anyone who comes in here will find something that they can afford or
0: you know that they'd like.
1: I get a lot now, of decorators.
0: Okay, in your system you were talking about, your barcode system. Right now, if you push the button, can you see how many items you have in inventory?
1: Probably, but I don't
0: I, I, do I don't
1: know how to do that. But yeah. I, I could print do a printout of how many items are in I'm there gonna say you have
0: to? you have a thousand items here. Probably. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really good to have a system like that. Yeah. Uh, what's do you know what the rarest thing you've taken in so far? Um, or what? Well, let me ask this: What was the most expensive thing you sold here? Uh,
1: Twenty five hundred, I guess.
0: Oh, well, that's good. What was it?
1: It was um, a, a mirror and a table by a local artist.
0: A local craftsman. Yeah. Wow. A local craftsman, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> ask wow. about that. Yeah, and, and uh, so they must retail for a huge amount of money. If you got 2500 $2, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, you heard it.
1: And I had another girl who showed up the morning was getting moved out in tears.
0: Because she couldn't.
1: And her, her name was DeLorme, the Map People.
0: Oh, yeah? Up in Yarmouth. Uh-huh. So, where is, for the listener, where the heck is Falmouth, Maine? Just north of Portland. North of Portland and south of Yarmouth. South
1: of Yarmouth, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a seacoast town and very, yep. very beautiful. Yep. And what's the population in the idea? 10,000. 10,000. Yeah, but it's only, what, 10 minutes out of Portland?
1: Oh, less than that.
0: So you get a lot Two of the people of that work in Portland must live here. And real yep. estate values must be up. Yeah. Kind of decent. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty stable area. Yeah. Before magazine named this... This year, I named Falmouth one of the top places in the country to live. Really? Raise a family. Oh, number one.
0: I believe that, you know, I've met a lot of nice people since I've been here. Yeah. And that, to me, is what makes a quality of life. Right. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's talk about your adventures as a child growing up with all these (laughs) antique people. Now, because by the time John was busy in auctions and Paul was in auctions... You were still a little squirt running around, right? weren't you in, like in high school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I can remember being at auctions when I was like maybe nine and ten years old, like laying on the seats in the back row trying to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> Been there. Been there. I really. Used to sleep on my father's truck. Yeah. Yeah, but I used to always go with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. And um, then when I was, you know, 13, 14, probably working at Paul's Auctions when he was just getting started. Hmm john's auctions
0: have you worked at all of your siblings auctions
1: except for john boyd and maureen
0: you never worked for them
1: not so much (laughs) my kids did Ah, uh (laughs) my daughters have Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah and then so did you have um an interest early on in antiques
1: i did a little bit i remember you know going around with my dad and he had me collecting certain little things and
0: Now, was your dad a good teacher?
1: Oh, yeah, he was great. Uh, He was constantly teaching you stuff.
0: Did he he teach you uh, at the angle of an antique dealer, or did he try to teach you the history of an item? Did he impound the values, or did he talk about the piece?
1: That's a good question. He told you what to look for to make it a good quality, Mm -hmm. you know, to find a good quality item, what what qualities would make it desirable, you know, or or valuable.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Um... But you don't remember if you told you why. Why? It was just uh, why that made it more valuable. This quality, say... Oh, yeah.
1: You got like a whole history lesson on it. Yeah. Whether you wanted it or not, Mm -hmm. you were going to listen to that. Now, did you ever... And I I, I never listened to it. (laughs) It obviously must have sunk in because it all comes back to me every day when someone asks me a question. Uh Uh-huh. And then... um, when I first got married, he used to bring antiques home to me all the time to buy for my house. And then I was like, "Enough already! I've had enough antiques. I mm-hmm. want any more." And then when I started doing the antique shows with him, then I, I you know, the love for antiques came out again, mm-hmm. and I got back into liking to have them in my house and decorate with them and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. What uh, have you? Did you ever see your your father make a mistake buying something? A
1: mistake. Yeah. No, but as he got older, he couldn't. his eyes couldn't see so well, and mm. and uh, he would pick something up and then put it down. And I'd say, Dad, why didn't you buy that? It says Sterling right on it.
0: <laughs> oh, he didn't see it. He didn't Sterling. see it. Yeah.
1: You know, he's um, he like probably eight, 80 when that yeah. was at 80, 85, but he always had a big following at the antique shows right up to the time he was 85. Yeah. Yeah. He'd open up his booth on Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, and he had people waiting there for him. Wow. He was great. At that time, he was doing a lot with um, daguerreotypes.
0: Oh, really? I never knew that.
1: Yeah, he used to get boxes of daguerreotypes, you know, maybe from John or Paul or Maureen, whatever, mm-hmm. and he would restore them all the cases. Really? Yep. Yeah, the, um, the hard gutta percha cases or the leather cases. He, yeah. he had the biggest hands of any man. And these teeny tiny little case. <laughs> yeah it's very with delicate the most minute screws and detail work and he would work on those for hours
0: wow did you know that that's not actually got a purchase? I i know. thought it was yeah
1: yeah th- until that's i
0: right. interviewed interviewed a uh, daguerreo and daguerreo- uh, specialist yeah and
1: what's so is it made of wood it's
0: another type of resin, resin. that's not is it
1: ground up wood
0: i don't know okay yeah i can't remember he, but it's interesting. But um, he didn't restore the images himself?
1: The sub-images he would restore, yep. Wow.
0: That's yeah, pretty... He knew how
1: to do it, like how to paint the back with what to... Yeah. Because it had that mirrored
0: Yeah, that's back. uh that's the... mercury? The, yeah, it's in mercury vapor. Um, yeah. Wow. And,
1: yeah, he would restore the back of it. And um, when, he'd get, when he'd set up at the show, he'd have like 100, 200 daguerreotypes. Mm-hmm. And... People had never seen somebody, maybe somebody would have one in their booth or two or maybe mm. three, and he'd have like hundreds of them, and he'd get dealers from the Midwest or California that would come specifically and buy like 50 from him and bring them back out west because they don't have them out there. Mm. And so he would have customers waiting for him or come to his house.
0: But there were there were Degario, uh type shops in uh, San Francisco, I know that. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't You're as not, common not as like a New York. Not such a concentrated. New York population is as New a England. Yes, so a, there is a lot more. They're, they're
1: found in attics and whatnot. Yeah, here we're not so much probably in the south.
0: Yeah, I never knew that about your father. Never knew he did that. Yeah. Did he ever have any really rare? I mean, some he, of the oh, dinosaurs yeah. can get really rare.
1: He did, and he he had a book. Um, that I think it's out of print now. One of my siblings has it, and it, it had like. The, the rare cases, and so he knew mm-hmm. what which cases were really rare. Hmm. And he would come across them every so often, like a real rare, because they all had that, that different imprint on the yeah. on the case. like I remember being with him one day, and he found one. It was like a wooden nickel Indian type of a
0: hmm.
1: case, and I'd never seen one of those before. But he knew that from studying from the books. He knew which ones were really rare.
0: Wow. Yeah. Now, your father, didn't your father sort of get into antiques sort of late in life? He wasn't at it. Yeah,
1: I was probably about seven or eight years old.
0: Yeah, so and I mean, did. and he had a car dealership and then at one time, and then he somehow stumbled into antiques. Do you know what got him started?
1: Um, I think my brother David, he, they rented a barn maybe because we moved up from, uh, we had two houses, one in the city and one on, uh, at the beach. We moved into the beach house and um, Maybe they put some of the stuff in storage in this barn that they rented, maybe? And it was full of antiques, and they started selling the stuff that was in there. I'm not sure if that's the way the Did story it goes. to them? <laughs> I think I, I, David might have made the deal. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: <clears throat> I don't remember, but because um, the name of the store was David's Antiques, the first antique shop. Really? My father's uh. name was Donald, uh-huh. but David was my brother. So um, my father just was, like, amazed that people would pay money for this old stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thought it was pretty easy.
0: yeah. So it's like uh, a lot of people are like, wow, it's easy money. Well, it's, it's not really today, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Hard to roll into it today. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: not with Antiques Roadshow.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a little out there. Everybody
1: thinks they uh, they have that table that could be worth 150000
0: Yeah, well, what's the saying? A little bit of knowledge is dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So you have a website. I do. And uh, what's the website name?
1: Foresight
0: Consignment Gallery. com. are you thinking
1: we're gonna have to edit that one the website address is com.
0: now have you ever sold anything off of your website
1: no i haven't i haven't worked on the website really um it was set up pretty quickly right before i opened and i haven't had a chance to you know add things that i would like to have on there maybe Mm -hmm. pictures of things that are in the store that people could could look at and buy
0: yeah yeah that could work out well that way
1: yeah, because it's so easy to upload pitches to things now. Yeah. Every, every time something new came in, I could upload it to the website. Yeah.
0: And then you could keep someone in here busy. Yeah. If it's slow, like it is all, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's the rain. Oh, by the way, I like your little eagle up, eagle up there that don't give up the ship sort of bellamy and your phone's ringing. What is your criteria for taking an item in?
1: Okay. So I've been in business now November, December, January, February, March, April, May.
0: Eight, so...
1: Yeah, almost eight months, and so now I'm starting to get a little more particular. Mm-hmm. It was really hard to say no to these nice little old ladies that came in with sure. um, odds all. and ends. Yeah, <laughs> and now I can say no because yeah. my space is, is you know small, and um, junk doesn't really sell.
0: Yeah,
1: you know you, it needs to be good quality. Um, merchandise whether it be new or old as long as it's a good quality piece mm-hmm. it'll sell
0: mm-hmm. that's good terms and do you have like a dollar number or is it yeah
1: and, and before i would take just about anything to now it, like a 20 dollars
0: limit and then you get a commission so it really doesn't make sense unless they have if a consignment comes it's in too you much
1: paperwork them. it's not that i yeah. it's not that I've, i i'm against selling something for five or ten dollars but it's too much paperwork to inventory each sure. little thing yeah. so you know sometimes i might buy a lot of stuff and yeah you know sell things for a few dollars here and there but if i'm going to take something on consignment to, to do all the paperwork for it it has to have like a 20 dollar value
0: yeah at least yeah and you, you probably know. have it probably has to be in a group where there's something right decent as well right yeah all right well thanks so much
1: thank you marty thanks it's been for, a real pleasure thanks for coming out to Found with the poor side, spending yeah. some time with us.
0: Yeah, so this is Martin with Nancy, and we're signing off.